Lord Jesus and Heavenly Father, we thank you all so much for the many, many blessings you've poured upon us all throughout this day. And now the awesome opportunity once again to get back into your word. Richard, we thank you for it as we pray in Jesus' precious holy name. Amen. Continuing our Bible study of made Z in the word lightning, if you will turn to Matthew in chapter 24. And we see here some of the prophecies delivered by the Lord concerning the last days. And in Matthew chapter 24, picking it up here in verse 23, where the Lord says, Then if any man shall say unto you, Lo, here is Christ, or there, believe it not. For there shall arise false Christ and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Behold, I have told you before. Wherefore, if they shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret chambers, believe it not. For as the lightning cometh out of the east, and shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For wheresoever the carcass is, there will the eagles be gathered together." So part of that prophecy that he's given us here in Matthew chapter 24 and 25, speaking of how when he comes, it'll be as lightning because the lightning goes and travels so far, as he says, from the east is to the west. In other words, the whole world is going to be able to see when the Lord returns. And that will be at the end of the tribulation period to cast judgment upon this planet and to initiate the millennial kingdom. But as lightning. All right, now turn to Matthew chapter 28. And here we see another reference to the word lightning. In Matthew chapter 28, Picking up in verse 1. Now this here is a setting of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. As it reads in Matthew chapter 28 and verse 1. In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door, and sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning, and his raiment white as snow. So here's where we get the use of the word lightning. So he was that bright. It reads, And for fear of him the keepers did shake, and became as dead men. And the angel answered and said unto the women, Fear not ye, for I know that ye seek Jesus, whom was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen. As he said, Come see the place where the Lord lay. And praise the Lord, he did raise. Verse 7, And go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And behold, he goeth before you into Galilee, there shall ye see him. Lo, I have told you. And they departed quickly from the sepulchre with fear and great joy, and did run to bring the, his disciples' word. And as they went to
to tell his disciples, Behold, Jesus met them, saying, All hail. And they came and held him by the feet and worshipped him. Then said Jesus unto them, Be not afraid. Go tell my brethren that they go into Galilee, and there shall they see me. And he stuck around some forty days, preaching and teaching and appearing to them. even prepared a meal for them on the side of the, the water there when they were fishing. And ascended to the Father, sits on the right hand of the Father, our great high priest. Another reference to the word lightning is speaking of Satan in this reference, as we see over in Luke in chapter 10, picking up in verse 17. Now this setting is where the Lord had sent out the 70 to spread the gospel to the children of Israel. And they were two by two that he sent out to the various communities of the children of Israel in that region. And they return here in verse 17. Chapter 10, verse 17 of Luke reads, And the seventy returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall be by any means hurt you. Notwithstanding, in this rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. And that is truly something to rejoice about. It isn't that he allows us to do a work and rejoice in that. That is awesome and something to rejoice, but not in comparison to rejoicing in the fact that our names are written in heaven. And that comes about when you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and become adopted into the family. And your name is written. And we have so many things to look forward to as born-again Christians. All right, now let's move on over to the book of Revelation. And we see some more references and uses of the word lightning. As we can see in Revelation chapter 4, pick it up in verse 1, as it reads, After this I looked, and behold, a door was opened in heaven, and the first voice which I heard was, as it were, of a trumpet talking with me, which said, Come up hither, and I will show thee things which must be hereafter. And immediately I was in the Spirit, and behold, a throne was set in heaven, and one sat on the throne. And he that sat was to look upon like a jasper and a sardine stone. And there was a rainbow round about the throne in sight like unto an emerald. And round about the throne were four and twenty seats, and upon the seats I saw four and twenty elders sitting, clothed in white raiment, and they had on their heads crowns of gold. And out of the throne proceeded lightnings, and thunderings, and voices, 
And there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. So these lightnings proceeding right out of the throne, showing the power and the control and the authority of the Lord to control lightning. And before the throne there was a sea of glass like unto crystal. And in the midst of the throne and round about the throne were four beasts full of eyes before and behind. And the first beast was like a lion, and the second beast like a calf, and the third beast had a face as a man, and the fourth beast was like a flying eagle. And the four beasts had each of them six wings about him, and they were full of eyes within, and they rest not day and night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. And when those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne who liveth forever and ever, the four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne and worship him that liveth forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created." very important part of all of our studies is to know that everything that is in creation was created by Jesus Christ by him and for him and it says right there for thy pleasure so he created lightning for his use for his pleasure and he uses it as he desires so no mother nature no paganism involved in it, purely by the power and the control of Jesus Christ. He controls the lightning, uses it as he pleases. All right, now let's go on over to Revelation and chapter 8. Here we see another reference to thunderings and lightnings in Revelation chapter 8, picking it up in verse 1, where it reads, And when he had opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven about the space of half an hour. Now these are the seal judgments. You have the vile judgments. You have these seal judgments and so forth that are throughout the word as it continues. And I saw the seven angels which stood before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. And another angel came and stood at the altar, having a golden censer. And there was given unto him much incense, that he should offer it with the prayers of all saints upon the golden altar, which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense, which came from the prayers of the saints, ascended up before God out of the angel's hand. And the angel took the censer and filled it with fire of the altar and cast it into the earth. And there were voices and thunderings and lightnings and an earthquake. So that is one of the seven seal judgments that is coming upon the planet in the judgments and that are affecting everyone and the entire earth where we see here the thunderings and the lightnings and an earthquake designed, controlled 
manipulated and used by the Lord. Power over it all, including lightning itself. In Revelation chapter 11, we see some more references here to the word lightning. In Revelation chapter 11, in picking it up in verse 14. The second woe is past, and behold, the third woe cometh quickly. And the seventh angel sounded, and there were great voices in heaven, saying, The kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign for ever and ever. And the four and twenty elders which sat before God on the on their seats fell upon their faces and worshipped him, God, saying, We give thee thanks, O Lord God Almighty, which art and wast and art to come, because thou hast taken to thee thy great power and hast reigned. And the nations were angry, and thy wrath is come, and the time of the dead that they should be judged, and that thou shouldest give reward unto thy servants, the prophets, and to the saints, and them that fear thy name, small and great, and shouldest destroy them which destroy the earth. And the temple of God was opened in heaven, and there was seen in his temple the ark of his testament, and there were lightnings, and voices, and thunderings, and an earthquake, and great hail. Using the weather, using the control of the earth to manipulate it, to cause an earthquake, and using the thunderings and lightnings as judgment, as a way of getting people's attention as a way of proclaiming his power and authority, using what he has designed, what he has spoke into existence. Right now, if you will, go to Revelation chapter 16. And here we have a few verses, once again, with the reference to lightning where it reads in Revelation chapter 16, in verse 17. And the seventh angel poured out his vial into the air, and there came a great voice out of the temple of heaven from the throne, saying, It is done. And there were voices and thunderings and lightnings, and there was a great earthquake, such as was not since men were upon the earth so mighty an earthquake and so great. Because basically he remodels this entire planet right before initiating the restoration of the planet for the Millennial Kingdom. Using these lightnings and earthquakes to do that very thing. And the great city was divided into three parts and the cities of the nations fell, and great Babylon came in remembrance before God to give unto her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. And every island fled away, and the mountains were not found. And there fell upon men a great hail out of heaven, every stone about the weight of a talent, 
And men blasphemed God because of the plague of the hail, for the plague thereof was exceeding great. And that judgment coming down upon this planet, that destruction of this planet, we know that after the restoration, after the thousand years, that he will destroy the planet completely, and we will have a new heaven and a new earth. But we know that there will be a period of peace for that thousand years, where the Lord will rule and reign. We have that account over in Revelation chapter 20, where it reads, And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having a key of the bottomless pit, and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil, and Satan had bound him a thousand years, and cast him into the bottomless pit, and shut him up, and set a seal upon him, that he should deceive the nations no more, till the thousand years should be fulfilled. And after that he must be loosed a little season. And I saw thrones, and they sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them which were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God, and which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. But the rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection, on such the second death hath no power. But they shall be priests of God and of Christ, and shall reign with him a thousand years. And when the thousand years are expired, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison, and shall go out to deceive the nations which are in the four quarters of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle, the number of whom is as the sand of the sea. And they went up on the breadth of the earth, and compassed the camp of the saints about, and the beloved city, and fire came down from God out of heaven, and devoured them. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. Now this fire coming down from God, some have speculated that this fire is actual lightning, that he comes that comes down and totally devours an individual. We've seen the power of lightning displayed when it strikes a building or a tree or something, how it can totally explore, explode and destroy something. So is this fire coming down from heaven? Many people have speculated that the term fire from heaven is actually speaking of lightning. This may be a reference to that. Or it could be literal fire that comes down from heaven. Either way, we know it's directed and controlled and power of God, part of the judgment that comes upon this planet. Using his forces that he has already spoken to existence. But let's read this a little further here. It's so important. Verse 11, And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. 
And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged, every man, according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. So how can we get our name written in that book of life? We need to confess our sins. Because when we do that, he forgives us our our sins and cleanses us from all unrighteousness, just like he says over in the small epistle of First John in chapter 1 and verse 9. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So we do that, then we get our name written in the book of life, and we don't get cast into the lake of fire, and we get to look forward to a new heaven and a new earth. Because over there in Second Peter, let's look at what happens to this planet. In verse 9, Second Peter chapter 3, verse 9 reads, The Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Repentance means to turn away from, turn away from the sins, turn away from the rejection of the free offer of salvation presented to us by Jesus Christ. Verse 10, But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. This fervent heat, the melting, could that be lightning? Possibly. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness, looking for and hastening unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. That vision of heaven that we read about in the book of Revelation, with those lightnings around the throne? Is he going to use that lightning to strike the earth and totally melt away everything in existence? As it continues, verse 13, Nevertheless, we, we being the born-again Christians, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. That's awesome that we have that to look forward to. Not a remodeled one, but a brand new heaven and earth. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent, that ye may be found of him in peace, without spot and blameless. How do we do that? By doing what we read earlier in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We get that cleansing. We get adopted into the family, never to be kicked out. We have that seal of the Holy Ghost. And we go through the judgments and we're judged for our works. We're able to carry all that over into the millennial kingdom and do another work for the Lord for a thousand years and be judged for that, given even more rewards, rolling all that over into Revelation chapter 21. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride, adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven, saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men. 
and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said unto me, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Adopted into the family, permanently sealed, permanently protected in the hands of the Lord. No one, nothing can take us out of the hands of the Lord. And we need to be found without spot and blameless. That's You keep it prayed up. You pray and you continue to pray. You mess up, you take it to the Lord and ask for forgiveness. And don't mess up again. Because we have that awesome gift given to us. Let's treasure that gift. And let's know and also always consider that Jesus Christ is the creator of everything and that he created it for him, for his pleasure, for his purpose, his design, and he is in control of it and has authority over it. And it was by his word that everything was held into place. And by his word, it'll all go out of existence. And we know over in Colossians chapter 1, in verse 16, speaking of Jesus Christ, which reads, For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. By Jesus Christ, by His Word, all things consist. He holds it into existence by His Word, and by His Word it will go out of existence, like He said over there, melting things with a fervent heat. And He has reserved everything for the appropriate judgment that we read about, that lightning and things coming upon the planet. Like it says in Second Peter chapter 3, verse 7, But the heavens and the earth, which are now by the same word, which is the word of Jesus Christ, are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. That fire. Fire from God in the form of literal fire or in the form of lightning itself. It comes down as a part of judgment and is used by the Lord. And we got to recognize that he has power and authority over everything. By his word, everything exists. And by his word, it'll go out of existence and a new heaven and a new earth to look forward to. So much ahead of us. It's so awesome. And we truly thank the Lord for being the one that is in control of everything, including the lightning. Let's pray. Lord Jesus and Heavenly Father, we truly thank you for being in control. It is so awesome to know that someone as great and almighty as you are in control of everything. And we truly thank you for being in control of all the powers that are around us. And you spoke it all into existence and you control it at your will. And help us be submissive to you and acknowledge you as Lord, ultimate authority. Thank you oh so much for being the authority as we pray in Jesus' precious holy name. Amen. Thank you.